0: What's going on, guys? It is your magnificent leader, KJ, and also my co-host, the man with a billion talents, Los. Here for J House Radio, episode thirty-two.
1: Aloha, Aloha, people. Uh, episode thirty-two, man. I can't believe we've actually made it like this far. Seriously, and,
0: man. It's a long journey. And
1: well, my thing is, I don't think we've made it this far. We're still having a lot of fun with
0: this. I, I, I think. I think it's also. to to the simple fact that like we're experimenting with different you know uh like just different things with the podcast not just our traditional podcast every week we're trying different things like top 10 action films today we're doing top 10 rom-coms between me and los uh that you know uh that that men actually enjoy i mean women too but you know stuff that us guys like to watch los and i do not know each other's list uh maybe one or two but other than that we don't know each other's list so we're going to be uh yeah. And,
1: and there's one or two that i purposely did not put on the list because i thought kj might have it on
0: his true indeed and like the, the way that we're ordering it is not really in any particular order like the first one we put down is not like number five and then the last one is not number one it's just our general uh films that we actually like so well
1: for me my last one is definitely going to be my number one. Oh, really yeah because i just think that um this movie really, really is, like, the perfect blend of, like, um, girl and guy, rom-com, and very truthful.
0: Nice, nice. Um, well, in, in that case, I'm curious, what is, uh before we actually get started, what is, like, for you, what is your typical thing about a rom-com that actually makes it a good rom-com for you? Like, what is your one or two things that you like
1: about it? Um, one, that the man isn't treated stupidly. Like, a lot of rom-coms treat men <laughs> as being stupid, you know? Now, we're not talking about that one mandatory dumb guy or jock or over-testosterone guy. Like, you need a foil in it, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm talking about just treat all men as like, oh my god, all men are stupid. Like, we're not. That's like us making a, a romantic comedy where all women are stupid. It's just not the way it is.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um can every individual can be dumb at something okay but don't pigeonhole us as just being dumb
0: yeah we're more than jocks guys i i promise you us us men are more than jocks in 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 films so yeah some of us are artists um i think i think uh i mean there's a lot of things that can make a good rom-com but for me it has to be like like The uh, jokes have to feel genuine. I feel like a lot of rom-coms, a lot of jokes feel very forced. Like I recently watched, uh, uh, what is it, Bridesmaids, I think. Um, And oh God, why would you torture yourself like that? I I kept hearing, oh, it's it's a great movie. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I've heard it for so many years that it was so hilarious, and I was like, all right, let me let me check it out. Let me see what it's about. You know. And a lot of the jokes felt very cringy. They felt very, like, forced and dry. And and I I don't know. It was very cringy. You know, I felt like they were really trying to force the jokes out. And it just didn't, I don't know. It it didn't fit my style, you know?
1: That's one of those movies where, like, the humor is just for women. Probably. Kind of like with men. Like, we love the Three Stooges. And women hate the Three Stooges.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Probably. You know. That's probably what it was. I was like, man, why am I not getting this? Why am I not laughing at this? You know yeah, I mean? just
1: certain things are just skewed towards certain like I can't stand the wedding singer. Not the wedding singer, um, wedding crashers.
0: I didn't like wedding crashes either. I don't know. I thought it was so stupid. I couldn't get down with that one, honestly. Well, that yeah. one I
1: was like, ugh.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh
1: before we start getting into the list, these are the 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 rules that we had talked about before. Okay. Um, instead of going my top 10 and his top 10, um, we said, I'm going to pick five with honorable mentions. He's going to pick five. Uh, KJ is going to pick five with honorable mentions. So that way completed, we have a- our top 10 list. Yeah. Um. The problem with a lot of rom-coms is we've seen a lot and we've forgotten a lot. Yeah. Um, we've also, de- yeah, we've also decided all romantic comedies are be from 1980 forward. Yes. Um, we decided not to go into older films that people, A, wouldn't have seen it unless you're into film. Uh, B, are like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear this. You know, because um, here's a good example. Marilyn Monroe. Everyone knows who Marilyn Monroe is, but very few people have seen a Marilyn Monroe movie.
0: Exactly. So, yeah,
1: that's so we decided not to do that. Mm. Um, the other thing is, is we have to talk about it from what makes a guy want to watch this one or enjoy this one as opposed to something else.
0: Sure, and and also its overall yeah. like quality as a rom-com in general basically so yeah and,
1: and and there's there's like if we went to a top 10 list we would have gone into more um independent films and things like that but we kind of made this a little more mainstream
0: yeah so basically.
1: so to give our audience to go oh yeah i've seen that one oh i forgot about that one hey that might be on netflix
0: you yeah. know <laughs> Also, side note, uh, I know we mentioned earlier, well, earlier this week or past few days that Ricky was going to join us today. Ricky was not able to join us, unfortunately, but uh, yes, hopefully Uh,
1: Ricky actually um, when we invited him, he said, uh, yes, he would go. He would do the podcast with us. But then his wife reminded him uh, that they're going away for that weekend. And he was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So he's away with the family at an Airbnb this weekend.
0: Oh, Nice. right i'm going to um start off with mine first um okay so one of my favorite rom-coms is going to be there is something about mary freaking uh let me let me give you some backstory on this came out in 1998 uh, a man gets a chance to meet up with his dream girl from high school even though his date with her back then was a complete disaster uh, this films, uh, star Cameron Diaz, Matt Damon, Ben Stiller, Lee Evans, Chris Elliott, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, great film, great film. Uh, hilarious, freaking hilarious. I think a lot of us men, wait, Lois, why are you shaking your head? What do you mean? No, I didn't really find that movie all that funny. Seriously. You did it? Seriously. Wow. I'm actually kind of surprised. I, I, I thought you would have liked that film.
1: There were parts of it that were funny, but a lot of it was just kind of gross out no Ben ad- Stiller humor.
0: I mean, yeah, that... Like,
1: that. like you know, like the hair mousse? Like, yeah. uh... <laughs> the I hair mean, gel, excuse me.
0: I I think it was... Like, I, I think this would be a good guy rom-com for the simple fact that it kind of speaks to a lot of us guys. I mean, it, it reminds a lot of us uh how we were back in the day in high school or in school in general when we were the geeks or, like, the nerds or whatever you want to call it. We, we we weren't cool enough to get, you know, the uh, pretty chick. And... um. No. That wasn't me. Of course, it wasn't you, Los. Like, no, that mean, wasn't because he, here's the thing. <laughs> I I went to
1: five high schools, right? Okay, wow. Um, okay. So because I went to five high schools, I had to learn how to just talk to everybody. So, you know, yeah. And if you know everybody in high school, they're like, oh my god,
0: Los knows everybody. Yeah.
1: And then, or or even the guys would be like, yo, man, I need a date for this or blah blah blah. So then I would get on the phone and call all these girls and you know
0: also oh, that's you were, how it was oh so you were everybody's hitch hitch basically kind of
1: not yeah. only was i everybody's hitch you know a lot of the girls i would invite would invite their friends mm-hmm. because yeah. you know everything was always cool like you know i never call guys who were too much of an asshole too much of this or that yeah you know it was everyone who had a sense of humor
0: okay i feel you
1: but cameron I... diaz was super cute in this movie
0: Cameron diaz was amazingly cute in in this film for sure uh i mean and that's one thing that i feel makes a rom-com a rom-com or just a comedy in general is it's memorable moments there were so many memorable moments that are pretty much memes to this day basically um but yeah I, i just i just think that story it's very traditional it's something that a lot of people can relate to you know the simple fact of you know the guy trying to get the girl basically you know so uh I thought it was hilarious. I know a lot of Ben Stiller comedy is something that a lot of people can't relate to. Uh, sometimes it can be a little cringy, depending on the film. But I think, in my opinion, this was like the perfect Ben Stiller comedy. You know, in, in my opinion. No,
1: the perfect Ben Stiller comedy is um, dodgeball.
0: I didn't like dodgeball.
1: I thought that shit was hysterical.
0: I, I yeah. If I, you could
1: I dodge did. a wrench, you could dodge a ball. <laughs>
0: I, I could not get down with dodgeball. I mean, I think that for me, that part of Ben Stiller's comedy was a little cringy. You know, sometimes he could be a little too much. He could be a little overboard yeah. at at times. Yeah, I agree. And I felt like his comedy and something about Mary was perfect. And that hair scene in the restaurant with her hair standing up to this day is one of my favorite moments in comedy, honestly. Like he had
1: too many gross out movies, like the like the like the fake old lady naked, this guy fixing his teeth, looking like a horse yeah just like um (laughs) you know like things like that i was just kind of like eh, the fish hook thing
0: you know i just
1: yeah i I mean mean... people have had bad lucks on dates but nobody's that unlucky okay
0: hey speak for yourself man (laughs) i've i've had some pretty bad dates we should have a podcast about that bad dates episode 50 i'm down with that
1: oh no, no 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 i i have the best of all the bad dates
0: oh buddy we gotta save that for that podcast episode yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but but listen
1: the key to a successful date is planning okay okay you have to have an a b c and d plan okay because if something gets ruined in a you can turn around immediately go to b immediately go to c immediately go to d the one thing women hate is indecisiveness
0: oh yeah for sure you
1: and i point. like how a lot of romantic comedy movies show that element you yeah. know like the bad dates women have because always in a rom-com like women have a bad date in between and it's always a guy who's indecisive or not confident or not willing to like you know make jokes even at their own expense
0: yeah true true indeed all right so my first one was there's something about mary lo she were up what is uh what is your first one for the night hitch
1: by wow. Will Smith, and I'm not a big Will Smith fan, but this is one of the movies where um, Will Smith came across very human. Where um, the reason that that scared me for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, the reason why um, they um, the reason why he is the way he is because he was such a geek and mm-hmm. uh, he didn't know how to love somebody. He was too much and too intense. Yeah. So I loved it, and I loved the fact that um, it was all about value, you know, like find a woman of value, find someone you can care for. It wasn't about hooking up. It was about a true relationship. And when he meets his ex, Mm -hmm. the one that dumped him in college that he was gaga over. Yeah. And he realized she's just a gold digger. He was like, I've grown past this and I've grown past you. And not only that, like his advice is genuine, you know. Yeah. It's presented in a very funny way, but his advice is pretty genuine.
0: True. I'm actually surprised that you like this one for the simple fact that, like you said, you know you don't really like a lot of Will Smith movies because of his character. But No, the thing about Will Smith is he can act. Like, he's a
1: really good actor. Yeah. But he chooses these roles where he's such an asshole. <laughs> you know, where he's just like, yeah, I'm Will Smith and I got a big dick. Take a look at me. And I'm like... Bro, that that's not who you are in real life. Why would you take these roles?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I do I mean, maybe a lot of times maybe he takes those roles because he figures people want to see him that way. I'm guessing. You know? Um, they they want to see a confident, swagged out Will Smith who's over the top confident, you know. Maybe that's what he figures that people want to see. But I no, would have to I agree people, with you.
1: People wanna see the funny man. Because the people fell in love with the fresh prince, you yeah. understand? Yeah. So they want to see the funny guy, and Hitch was perfect because he was confident and he was funny. He was silly and he ruined dates. He was self-deprecating, but he, he carried on. Like all these things made Hitch such a good movie. And um, yeah. Eva Longoria is that her name? Hold up, I gotta actually look at my notes e- here. Evo
0: Mendez. Eva Mendes.
1: Eva Mendes. Yeah. Eva Mendes, bro, have you seen her in interviews? uh no i haven't when i tell you a fucking funny 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 woman like oh my god and that's the thing like she's she's attractive she's cute she's not like nowhere near a top 10 she's like you know a number seven from around the way you know (laughs) but her sense of humor makes her an 11
0: yeah I, i mean personality is everything man like Your looks can be top-notch. It could be middle of the road. It could be whatever But personality is what makes you what you are. I mean in my opinion Honestly, yes, but I would definitely have to agree with you. I I think uh, Compared to most of will smith's films. I mean some of them he's done it before too, but As far as like comedy and and like dating I, I feel like this film was where he felt the most human You know for sure he made mistakes even though he was the one giving everybody advice even though he was like you know, like, like the top dog for dating advice, he made mistakes too, you know, and he
1: wasn't perfect. And that's what made this movie so good. Exactly. Uh, hold on. Hitch came out in 2005 and the way he played off Kevin James was fucking comedy gold.
0: Yeah. Absolutely
1: yeah. comedy gold.
0: I do like that uh pairing between him and Kevin James. I, I wish I would have, I yeah. wish I could see another like film like that with them too, because they mesh perfectly together. Yes. Yes absolutely and that and that and that scene in the uh, supermarket with his face swelled up that was freaking hilarious
1: oh I you know what I thought it was funny but I didn't think it was hysterical and yeah, now some people yeah. <laughs> die of laughter I think the the scenes leading up to it were hysterical when
0: he's like kh- kh, you know and yeah he's like,
1: I thought that was, that was great
0: I just I just uh, I, I think it was funny because I wasn't expecting his face to look like that I, it just came out of nowhere I was like holy crap like what the
1: <laughs> it was so yeah, random. Man. And the thing that I love the most is, even though he's the love guru, mm-hmm. when it came to Kevin James' character, he didn't need Hitch. He had on his own.
0: Yeah, he pretty much just needed, like, that boost. And I think that's what Hitch was pretty much trying to explain, explain to him. was like, you already had this in you. You know what I mean? you You yeah. just needed somebody to kind of bring it out or show you that you have it or just put a mirror in front of you, basically. And, like, it's something that a lot of us guys can relate to basically which is why this is also another good rom-com you know for us men too um is that you know some of us guys who don't have confidence who are you know geeks so to speak or whatever you want to call it you know a lot of us don't have that confidence to approach a woman because we just don't think that they will consider us and look at this woman in the film uh she was like top notch in her firm she was i guess he was a millionaire um, and yeah. he was just a guy pushing papers basically, you know, yeah. and he got the girl. Once again, another film about getting the girl, you know? Yeah. So, but uh, this
1: one I like about it's about getting the right girl. It isn't just about getting a girl, it's about getting the right girl. Yeah, basically. And it was done where it wasn't kids being romantic. It was adults, like real adults who have problems. Exactly. Getting what I loved about it so much.
0: Exactly. You
1: know? Uh, and the other thing is Will Smith's speech at the speed dating. I was like, yo throw that shit in her face bro you got it
0: speaking of speed dating have you ever done that before
1: yes i've done it several times
0: what have you like like what like what are of so the things that that was done like did you guys do like the wine tasting thing because like that's actually kind of no
1: it was uh it was at a bar in new york okay. uh a bar slash restaurant okay so uh as soon as you walk in they ask if you're here for the speed dating so the men would sit on one end of the bar the women would sit on the other okay um And there was, uh, there's always an overconfident asshole, a good looking asshole who (laughs) bragged about shit. And there's one poor guy. Yeah, I'm serious. And there's always like two or three recently divorced guys who have like no confidence. And I literally sit around and I joke with everybody and I joke around with the divorced guys. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, I said, listen, whatever you do, don't mention the divorce. No matter how bad it is, just go, listen, there's a, there was a lot of problems you know, but it's over in the past. And, you know, what good does it serve for me to talk about good or bad about her? It's not about her. It's about us communicating. That's a good point. And good advice for a lot of them out took, there. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them listened to it and some got hooked up and some didn't. And one guy, I remember, he was really upset that he didn't get a, a match because mm-hmm. I ran into him in another speed dating thing. And uh, he was like, no, man, I have no luck. And it's nothing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Bro, because you're trying hard. Don't try hard. Just be yourself. Think of this as your night out.
0: Exactly. Like, this
1: is not about hooking up. This is about your night out. And if you happen to hook up, awesome. And if you don't, then you don't. It's no different than any other night you go out.
0: Yeah, you, you, you got to look at that night as like, just like in Hitch, you got to look at that night as your mirror. This is your night to to prove to yourself that you can do this. You can get out there. You can talk to people. You can interact, yeah. you know, and you can yeah like i said yeah just just talk to people like i mean i th- i think that's the hardest part for a lot of guys that have low confidence is the simple fact of just talking and this is that step for you to take if it goes to a second date if it goes to more great but this is the first and, step. and
1: a lot of guys overdress
0: yeah like they come up in there Bro, with the suits the 20,000 sprays of cologne
1: <laughs> now mind you this was like when i did it i literally wore A button-down shirt, open, jeans, boots, and a t-shirt with something interesting on it. Okay. Okay? And the the t-shirt that I used to love was the Muppets recreating Abbey Road. All right?
0: Okay. Interesting. So,
1: uh, if a woman is very much into music, she'll look at it and she goes, what is it about the t-shirt that seems so familiar? And I'd be like, oh, it's the Abbey Road photo, but with the Muppets. And as soon as they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole music conversation happens and things flow you know certain women will be like oh my god you're dressed like that and i'm like oh we are just wasting these five minutes yeah
0: exactly like next let me press the button for the next one all right we're gonna jump into my next one and i got a feeling you're not gonna like this one either if you do i'll be surprised the wedding singer um
1: that was gonna be on my list really yeah okay surprised
0: um the wedding singer came out in 1998 uh starring adam sandler drew barrymore oh love that woman uh christine taylor Alan covert matthew Glave, etc cetera, etc cetera. um growing up i was a really big fan of adam sandler i loved a lot of his films pretty much most of his films honestly yeah when he was good yeah yeah when he like this is adam sandler in his heyday like like this is when he was top yeah. notch now he's I, I don't know you know he's older now i guess he's he's just not funny yeah i mean he he doesn't do a lot of comedy anymore like he i mean he does kind of but he's doing more serious stuff or at least at least like bringing more serious stuff into his portfolio no
1: his contract with netflix is for funny movies and unfortunately they're just not funny
0: yeah he hasn't he has a film on here now it's like a halloween film it's it looks like a mix of what he did with waterboy like he's doing like almost that same voice and it's just yeah weird i don't know it's kind of freaking weird but um, the transylvania
1: cartoon movies he he did an excellent
0: What did he play in Transylvania? Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 Dracula. That's Adam Remember Sandler? That, that, really? Yeah, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. I didn't know that. Holy shit. I need that, to watch that. Yeah, you know the one where his daughter meets the human and they yeah. fall in love and all that. yeah, yeah, the cartoon, yeah. Adam Sandler.
0: Wow, I did I did not realize that. I need to go back and check that out again then. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wedding Singer is pretty much about a wedding. Uh, I guess I'll read the IMDb synopsis. Uh, Description: here. Robbie, a singer, and Julia, a waitress, are both engaged, but to the wrong people. Fortune intervenes to help them discover each other. Uh, another perfect story that a lot of us guys can relate to. You're with somebody, um, and you know somebody else who, like a friend, who's with somebody else, but you want to be together. But yeah, you're still with somebody, and that person's with somebody too perfect story that a lot of us know or even been through ourselves Um, I like Adam Sandler in this one because he is almost like a tortured soul in a way you know Um, he's in a relationship that he wasn't happy with basically and he fell in love with someone almost accidentally and he didn't mean to but it just Mm kind of happened Uh, Drew Barrymore was awesome in this film she was cute as always you know she she plays great role but uh, she was getting engaged to an asshole basically uh, the humor in this film, I thought, was great. Typical Adam Sandler humor, basically. Um, what's What's one of your favorite films from this film? I mean, one of your favorite, My favorite scenes. parts of this film? Yeah. yeah um,
1: scenes. See, for me, it was all the supporting cast: Steve Buscemi, that boy George uh, uh, imitator. You know, all mm. those things were great for me. Okay. Uh, his best friend with the mustache, like they 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 went overboard in all the eighty symbols. I, um,
0: I love the 80s aesthetic in, in this film. It's freaking amazing. I loved it.
1: Uh, I was a little kid in the 80s. And let me tell you something. The 80s were not that fun. <laughs> you know, shoulder pads on everything. I mean, really, we're not linebackers.
0: I, I, I know. What was with the shoulder pads back in the day? Jeez, I never understood uh, that.
1: It, all fashion is led by architecture. Mm-hmm. And in this, in the late 70s, the big trend was these very straight lines. And so then that carried over into fashion. And so then it was about making things look very straight and square.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
1: You know, like the Michael Jackson um, jacket, the beaded jacket, everyone loves. If you look at it, it's a bunch of squares, a bunch of straight lines, a bunch of angles. It's all about straight lines and angles. That's why.
0: Uh, But yeah, one thing I like about this film, The Wedding Singer, is uh, the chemistry between... um... Uh, what is his name? Uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. It's awesome. They've done a lot of films together, and I feel like they're yeah. like, they have the perfect chemistry on film, like the perfect chemistry on film. And
1: because they're friends in real life, that's why.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, true. You
1: know, so yeah. like, I mean, think about your best female friend who's just a friend. Mm-hmm. And if you had to act opposite her as your girlfriend, you already have the chemistry. So the rest is just details of, of the film.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. My favorite thing about Drew Barrymore is that she has a lisp.
0: Yes, like it's 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 very it's very subtle, and very cute at the, at the same time.
1: No, it's not that subtle. Like my favorite thing she's ever said is in Charlie's Angels, and that's kicking your ass. Yes. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I fucking die of laughter every time I hear it. It's so strong in that one. It's so strong in yeah. that scene right there. It's freaking hilarious, man. But the
1: thing is, like, what I love about Drew Barrymore is she's cute. She's the, I mean, she's pretty, but she's not drop dead gorgeous. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, she seems like somebody you could approach and you could be like, hey, how you doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: That's why, another reason why I think, like, rom-coms with Drew Barrymore work so well.
0: Hell yeah. And like you said, it it goes back to her personality. You know, like, she just has that awesome, bubbly personality, you know? i just i just wonder like how does she get with that douchebag in the film though like what did you see in him good girls like bad guys i guess man no
1: man no man just sometimes um you look for your opposite or remember women look at men the way men look at a house okay men look at a house and the okay let me explain it men look at it when you buy a house you're like oh shit you know I could update the bathroom. Maybe I could do a little paint here. I got to fix the floor here. And women look at men the same way. We got to change the way he dresses. We got to get him a haircut. I don't like this cologne. He's got to change that. Well, he's not hanging out with that friend anymore because we got to, you know, understand? Yeah. So a lot of women will get with a guy if they feel like they can change or improve, you know? Sometimes women will improve you and other times women will fuck you up.
0: Tear you down, take your soul and make you feel like... Shameless person.
1: No, actually, (laughs) uh, some women will teach you how to hate yourself. Wow, and that is very sad, you know,
0: and and make you and make you
1: doubt who you are, and and that's just wrong. That's just very wrong. And I'm not saying some men don't do it to women. I'm just saying that you know,
0: in relationships in general, yeah,
1: yeah. But women have a support structure. You know what I'm trying to say. Women can go to other women. <laughs> He's such an asshole. You can't believe him. Blah 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 blah. And like all women, like it's okay, honey. And blah blah. blah. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. <laughs> and you know.
0: And then some of us guys are just like, man, this sucks. I'm gonna go get a beer. You know, like we. No, just not suck. even. Not,
1: <laughs> not even. It's like, yo, Fern got dumped. Oh shit. Yo, I got eighty bucks. What bar are we going to? <laughs>
0: Done. <laughs> exactly. Drink. Actually, There's this scene from Friends where Rachel and Ross have their first kiss and then Rachel goes in the room with Monica. Oh my god, I have my first kiss with Ross. Oh, let's get the wine. Let's get the ice cream. Oh, I I don't want to miss a detail. And then in the room with Ross, he's like, yeah, me and Rachel kiss. And then what's and then like the rest of his friends are like, cool. And that's it. Like that's, just, that's like, it. that's our discussion, you know. It's like
1: uh, Film number 4 is a movie that a lot of people don't remember. Um
0: okay. <laughs> a movie from
1: 1987 called Roxanne. It has Steve Martin, Daryl Hannah in it. Roxanne is unabashedly romantic comedy that reminds one of Steve Martin's funniest films. Uh, The modernization of Edmund Rosten's Cyrano de Bergerac cast Steve Martin, C.D. Bales, in a fearless, uh, quick-witted fire chief. As a quick-witted fire chief.
0: Oh, I've I've seen this film. I don't don't remember it too well, but I've seen this film, like, right when he has the really long nose yeah yeah i've seen it before it's based off a book really
1: uh yeah and what i liked about it it was um it's about how certain men um put up roadblocks Mm -hmm. in front of them that don't exist certain men will will constantly doubt themselves i'm not good enough tall enough small enough uh smart enough you know this that strong enough to get This woman or that woman you know uh sometimes it's true you know but most of the time it's not women are far more forgiving than men realize
0: Hmm. i mean i feel like a lot of men and women probably do that because of the simple fact of previous experiences basically um a lot of people are afraid of rejection they're they're afraid of how people may look at them they're very uh self-conscious basically. And, um, a lot of people do that because of their own protections, so to speak, basically, yeah, you know, and that can hold you back in, in many ways, not even just in, in relationships. It can hold you back in getting a job. Uh, it can hold you back in getting that promotion you've always wanted or whatever, you know, but definitely when it comes to relationships, a lot of people put up that roadblock because of fear of rejection most of the time, you know,
1: bro, I knew this one girl. Okay, who was who was friends with a model that we used to shoot in the early days of the studio?
0: Okay,
1: yo, bro, this chick was like she a big girl, mm-hmm. and I could not stand her because I felt like she was such an asshole. But she would fucking bag people, bag guys right and left, like you could not believe. Really? Like it was to the point where all the hot girls were like, "How come they don't like me?" Because that's how many guys she was bagging.
0: And it, and it was all because of her personality i'm guessing she her
1: personality worked for the right type of man and that was the man she was going for okay um you know so it's not always you know about the looks a lot of times you can just charm the panties or boxers off somebody
0: yeah i mean just like you said before on last uh, recently you said you like sometimes you might have one amazing beautiful man or woman and sometimes they can be with somebody who's might be a little less attractive to you or somebody else basically but a lot of that has to do with because of how that person's personality might have been you know there might be something amazing about that guy or girl that you probably like man like how like how did you get that woman you know it doesn't take much sometimes sometimes especially in regards to a guy to a woman um in, in regards to a guy to a woman sometimes all it takes is just to make that woman smile that's it you know, some women, if you can make them smile or, or cook for them the right way, or cook for them, that's it, guys. Like, 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 I feel like this is J House Radio's dating and men advice. I mean, uh, dating and women advice, honestly. Yeah. Well, know?
1: like, see, the thing I liked about Roxanne is when finally Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah get together at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. it was one of those aha moments. It was kind of like, why aren't we together? And they wound up together.
0: All right, my number three, which. It might seem surprising to to a lot of men out there. The Devil Wears Prada came out in 2006. Um, I will read the synopsis. A smart but sensible new graduate lands a job as an assistant to Miranda Presley, the the demanding editor-in-chief of a high-fashion magazine. Uh, This film stars Meryl Streep, Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, Stanley Tukey, Simon Baker, Adrian Grenner, Tracy Toms, etc., etc., uh this film is usually something that i wouldn't think that i would be into but i feel like i've gotten into this film a lot because of like at that time that this film came out i was a model like i was modeling at that time and um i was really heavy into fashion and things like that and when i found out that this film was about fashion this comedy film basically um it kind of drew my attention and i'm a big fan of anne hathaway um i freaking love that woman um this film is the comedy the sense of humor can seem a little dark uh, especially coming from Mel Street herself uh, she's a very just like hard ass boss basically in this film um, I feel like uh, this film was probably more of a love story than a comedy but there it, it does have some comedy aspects basically uh, Anne Hathaway once she works at this new job a job that she's always wanted it changes her. You know, she was kind of. Wait, is the... this at the Twin Towers? Um, no, it can't be. 2006. Yeah, I don't know. What's the, th- the uh, Twin Towers? Um, Anne Hathaway was unconfident, unsure of herself. Um, her fashion was horrible uh, in, in, in compared to some of the people that worked at this job. Um, and she felt like she had to change herself for her job. So, because she loved it so much, she wanted to be accepted. To the point where it cost her 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 relationship basically, uh, spoiler alert. Um, and then she realized that at the end, obviously, that it's like you know, being in love sometimes is more important than uh, I don't want to say more important than your job, but you don't want to ruin something that you have, especially when you're in a great relationship with somebody just because of your job, because money isn't going to always be there. And that's kind of what she learned at the end of this. Uh, like I said, the, the comedy was a little was a little dark but I just think the story in general was was great the simple fact of her realizing like hey like I need to appreciate the small things in life because she risked her relationship she risked her friendships everything that she loved before she got this job she risked it for her job basically um, and I just think overall it was just a great story I mean it does have some comedy moments here and there but yeah Devil Wears Prada um, ah. it's a super girly movie but I kind of like it um, all right, so we're gonna jump into yours, Los. What's your next one?
1: Uh uh, ch- 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 Groundhog Day.
0: Groundhog Day.
1: Groundhog Day, nineteen ninety three. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell. Um, because again, it's about a guy who was an asshole. Um, who had to repeat the same day over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, yeah, till he finally decided to use his time, you know, useful, you know, in a useful way, mm-hmm. learn how to play piano, learned how to play guitar, learned, uh, all these different, like ice sculpting, all these different skills to become a better person. And, uh, there's a funny montage where he goes out on the, he goes on dates with Andy McDowell Okay. and he's constantly going on dates with her and they all end in a slap in the face. And once he finally realized, I'm just going to be me, um, the new me, the one who's improved and is not so shallow, um it all it all came together for him you know and it's about even even though we're men and we're adults we might necessarily have grown up and sometimes we need time to grow up so that's why i loved it
0: now i haven't seen this film in a while so is there a reason why he's having this groundhog day why his day keeps repeating itself like
1: never explained really never explained wow interesting and, wow. and that's what makes it best that it's never explained it just happens to be the the thing that ha- that makes the whole story happen i mean there's dark moments on it where like there's the whole montage of him trying to kill himself wow you know
0: yeah i i i completely forgot that this was a rom-com like i i never like any anytime i think about this film i don't think about it as a rom-com i knew it was a comedy but i forgot about the whole romantic aspect of it honestly yeah yeah So uh, what would you say was the number one lesson for men uh, after watching this film in regards to like love or dating, basically, or, you know, Um, love or dating? Two words. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up, guys. Grow up, man.
1: Bro, you cannot always get your way. You have to compromise in a relationship. Don't be scared to learn a new skill because you need to learn it. You know, don't be embarrassed because you happen to not know something fucking learn it you know yeah your girl asks yo fix the sink and you don't know it fucking youtube it learn it and do it yeah you know she's asking you because she depends on you and she relies on you so you know if you can't do it yourself and you pay somebody to do it that's fine because in her eyes it got done you know And, and it just adds another level of her dependence on you like i can depend on you for this
0: I think that's, I think that's one thing that a lot of us men, uh, mess up on is the simple fact of we're men, you know, we want to be a man. Like we want to be able to be that person that can do anything that our woman asks us to do. Like if they say, Hey, the tire needs to be a that the tire needs to be changed. They expect us to know, and we want them to know that we know basically. And if we don't, we feel like that takes, uh, brownie points off our manhood basically and i feel like that's why a lot of men kind of get in their own way in regards to relationships you know like i said sometimes we just need to grow up and just kind of get over ourselves you know we need to know when to let that fight go sometimes you can't win all the fights you can't win all the arguments you can't win all the conversations and we need to just get over it sometimes just let it go that's right you know uh and at the end of the day some women some women don't mind you being a little you know uh what's the word i'm looking for uh like a little, clumsy, clumsy, yeah, you know, just just not some women don't mind you not being perfect, you know you some women don't mind you not knowing everything, sometimes a woman wants to be able to show you a thing or two, you know what I mean, yeah, so very true, uh, like I said, this is uh dating advice from j house radio, um, all right, I'm gonna jump into my next one, um, I love this film, literally probably one of my favorite rom-coms of all time save the last dance um hold on give me one second i was which not... one is that one uh let me pull it up for you hold on i gotta get some names here i'm slacking, and i didn't i i, I wasn't ready <laughs> i'm too busy talking uh save the last dance came out in 2001 um, a white Midwestern girl moves to Chicago, where her new boyfriend is black is a, is a black teen from the South Side with a rough, semi criminal past. Um, oh yeah, that's actually a good flick. It's a really good. I I love this film. I've seen this film a million times. Uh, that's actually a good flick. Julia Stiles, Sean Patrick Thomas. Which side note, people growing up, even even to this day, sometimes uh, say that I look like Sean Patrick Thomas. I don't know where they see it but apparently people have told me that before.
1: I, I, I can, you have a, like you guys have certain features that are similar, but I don't think you look like him. Yeah. If you understand what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. I've, I've, oh, I've but
1: um, Julia Styles. I used to have, that was, that was like my fangirl crush for a while. Bro. Yes.
0: Julia Styles. Oh, I, she was like one of the, one, one of those actresses from like the nineties. That was just like amazing. I freaking love them, man.
1: She did this um, mini series where she plays a prostitute, but nothing in it is sexual. Like, it's very weird. Okay. Uh, it's called Blue, B-L-U. And okay. she did such an amazing job, you know? Um, so she's a really good actress. And the one movie she did with, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, that he's in all the Kevin Smith movies. The guy with the beard spanky
0: i don't know i, I can't think of it off off the top of my head right now
1: where he was gonna get married and then uh one of the dancers was his wife's cousin
0: can i can't think of that let me let me just type in julia styles on imdb and it'll be a lot easier do you, do you remember what year this kind of came out around or no no um all right while i'm looking that up hold on uh all right while it's look, while i'm looking at it let me uh while this trailer is going
1: it's the eyebrows
0: the eyebrows really
1: it's the eyebrows and the top of the cheeks and the smile that that's that's what's very similar probably probably
0: yeah <laughs> uh this film came and you out you guys
1: both saw your hair very similar too
0: yeah i yeah i can i can see it like to a certain extent yeah i can i can i can kind of see it
1: and again, um, it's it's kind of like you guys have certain features that are similar but not exact. Yeah. You know? Like you could play his brother or his cousin in yeah. the movie. You know?
0: <laughs> exactly. Because
1: exactly. you guys have just that t- just that hint of looking enough alike, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh this this film was uh very inspirational for me um growing up. Um I was always known as like i kind of saw myself and saw in sean patrick's tom sean patrick thomas's character in a way um i've been in some interracial you know relationships and, and things like that that a lot of people looked at me a little weird and i can relate to his character in, in this film a lot and this was a great story you know just like i said you know uh, a white suburban girl living in the hood basically fall in love you know with the guy with the background and people around him like you know people um his his sister basically and his classmates and his friend not accepting him not understanding like why are you dating that white girl basically so it was just such a great story i love the fact that they intertwined dance with it uh at that time i was um like really really into dance as well and it was just a great film you know it has some comedy moments it it might not be your traditional rom-com um and things like that but it, it does have a lot of lighthearted moments and things like that and it tells a real story, you know, about, yeah, it does. you know, about a, a a guy growing up in a hood, uh, falling in love unexpectedly, trying to get out of the hood, trying to make a better life for himself, but being held back by his friends who just couldn't get out of that lifestyle basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, the and, thing,
1: the one line I remember most in that movie is when, uh, Julia Stiles character is talking to her friends from where she used to be from
0: yeah, and, the, yeah.
1: and she's talking about him. And the, the girl's like, oh, my God, where'd you find a white guy in that school? And she was like, uh, yeah, well, I got to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you
1: know, that, that is the one thing I remember most. And I don't know why that one particular moment mm-hmm. sticks out of my head. Yeah. Um, The thing about this movie that I like the most is the relationship, the, the the them getting to the relationship, like the journey felt so natural. Yes, it did. Nothing felt forced or pushed or... You know, and between them, there wasn't a black or white thing. I mean, there was those moments of hesitation, mm-hmm. but that's like a normal first time I get into an interracial relationship thing. Yeah, it exactly. wasn't, it wasn't, it it wasn't, you know, like a highlighted thing, like in Jungle Fever, where like you know she's Italian, he's black, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So that's why like, it was felt very natural.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely one of my favorite, to- um, one of my favorite films ever, for sure. And the, uh, he's I, like and this
1: was great and i forgot about this movie
0: yeah I, I i forgot about this movie for a second until we started working on film ideas for this um episode and i was like wow i completely forgot that i watched that film and i love that film it's, it's great it's awesome
1: okay for my number two i'm gonna have to go with the ugly truth the ugly truth the I
0: don't, ugly I don't, truth i don't know if i saw that
1: Yes, uh, you probably did. Hold on. Let me. Uh, uh, I'm just going to read the synopsis. Uh, uh, Abby Richard Kathleen Heigel is a LoveLoom TV producer who, despite a long and arduous uh, search for the perfect mate, is hopelessly single. The battle of the sexes heats up when her employers team her up with Mike Chataway, Gerard Butler, uh, uh, an opinionated TV celebrity who puts Abby through the ringer. This was Gerard Butler's first romantic comedy that I could remember.
0: Oh, we, oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Fucking
1: hysterical, really? Oh my god, I could that, not fucking
0: stop laughing. That really. hysterical? He was, he was that hysterical?
1: <laughs> I thought he was fucking yo. He was so funny. Like his first scene when when some woman calls him, calls mm-hmm. him, and starts
0: going,
1: and he shuts her down in like two sentences and hangs up on her and he's like and that's the ugly truth and i was like fucking loving it oh i wow. was loving it what and mean? when he gives her advice on dating um it was good you know i mean he you know it obviously went overboard for the movie but it was good advice
0: yeah when did this come out 2009 yeah. Yeah, I need to watch this.
1: Such a good movie. I don't,
0: I don't think I actually sat down to watch this. Biki Boru in chat says, Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? How's your weekend been? Hey Biki. Um, yeah, I have to watch this one again. I I don't remember watching this. I don't I I might I might have <laughs> skinned past it, but I don't think I've actually sat down to watch it.
1: Oh no bro, you've gotta watch it. It is so good. Yeah, and and, the, and Gerard Butler like trying to make an American accent, and he slips into the Scottish every once in a while. Is really? great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah,
0: it's great. But all right, so what what is the uh, what is the dating lesson from this film for you? Um,
1: be listen. Someone's gonna love you for you, okay. Whether you're an asshole or not, someone's gonna love you for you. You yeah. just have to find the right person, and sometimes you find them by accident and sometimes they've been in front of you the whole
0: time very true very true. You know? like once you find somebody that will accept you for you you know that will accept you for wearing whatever you wear or chewing too loud or snoring in your sleep or whatever like once you find that person it is the most amazing feeling on the face of this planet because you can just absolutely be who the hell you are you know what i mean like, absolutely it's it's an awesome feeling because when you're with someone and you feel like man like I can't do this because she doesn't like it. I mean, granted, some things you do kind of like, you know, uh, try to try to sacrifice, you know, for a relationship, yeah. you know, some things, you know, sometimes that happens. Um, but other than that, yeah, when, when you find that person where you can be yourself, it's freaking awesome, guys. It's amazing. Absolutely. All right. My next one that I am jumping to, my number two is uh, no, this is actually my number one, actually. Uh, what women want? Um, I think really? this is well, it's not my number one film, it's just like my number one on the list, but yeah okay, what? yeah 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 uh what what women want? I think this is the perfect like rom-com for us men, honestly uh came out in two thousand in after an accident, a uh chauvinistic executive gains the ability to hear what women are really thinking. I think that's something that every man would like to have sometimes, hell no, sometimes hell sometimes, no. not all the time. No, bro. Listen. (laughs) Women think
1: at the speed of light. Women are on like, well, we're on step one, they're on step 2000. I don't need to hear step one to 2000. (laughs) Because I will go insane listening to all that.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I feel you.
1: No way. You know, I mean, they have a lot of funny moments in there when he's listening to to women's thoughts. Like uh, the the door woman and she's like she barks at him and all that other shit
0: yeah (laughs)
1: that shit's hysterical (laughs) and when he goes to sleep with marissa tormain she's like he reminds me of my sister
0: oh yeah Yeah, i mean oh my god i fucking lost it like having that power to hear what women think can obviously be a double-edged sword a lot of men yeah. probably want to know what women think when they're having sex because they want to know, all right, am I doing this right? Or like they want it to be perfect for them. So listen, if you have to ask, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. Never ask. All my Listen, men out there, never ask. Don't say, is it good? Do you Was it like for it? You? No. Was it? Never ask that. That's almost like asking a woman what her age is that you don't know you just don't do it just you can tell and if you can't tell then something's wrong <laughs> yeah basically um exactly but yeah it's it's kind of a double edged sword to have you know to be able to hear what anybody is thinking let alone women because sometimes you know you might hear something you might not really want to hear basically and it can kind of, it can crush your soul you know you might not understand or you might not understand exactly exactly um i just thought it was just it was a good comedy film. Mel, Mel Gibson does pretty okay in comedy. Um, he has his one-liners here and there, which are pretty good. The part where he's shaving I, his legs. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Um, one of my favorite Mel Mel Gibson films. Mel Gibson during that time was like at the top of his class. Um, good film. Dark Legion in chat says, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is a good one. I like to answer your question. Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: I have a problem with Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
0: You know what? I, I should have considered that for a rom-com. It, I it's... didn't consider
1: it because he should have ended up with Knife, not with fucking I
0: What's-Her-Face. I Oh, man. I was so pissed off when he did not end up with Knife, child. I, I just don't understand why not. I mean, granted, you know, the other girl was, you know, she was awesome too, but man... Why not knives? Why knives Knives?
1: was the perfect girl for him, and he and he fucked it up.
0: Well, since we're talking about Scott Pilgrim, I mean, but uh... yes,
1: uh, 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 Beaky, I love that movie, but I can't stand the ending.
0: What was your What was your favorite scene from Scott Pilgrim? Since we're already, I don't have
1: a, I don't have a favorite scene because I love all of it. I love all of it from the time jumps to the way they integrated. Uh, all the graphics to the, you know, get an extra life to, you know, the, the, the get a clue to all the sound waves for, for, um, the special effects for the sound waves. I mean, to me, that movie is a lot like Speed Racer, where all the graphics are integrated into the story perfectly and flawlessly. So for me, there's not, I don't have a favorite part. I could tell you what part I hate the most other than the ending, which is what? Uh, when Scott goes up to, uh, what was your name? fiona i want to say fiona
0: the girl that he was chasing the entire time well yeah he's trying to fall in love with i think it was fiona
1: yeah when he goes uh when he goes after her and she's uh she's like oh no i'm with you know number one now i just kind of i didn't like the way it was written
0: i i i love the um the uh, scene in the party where he was trying to uh talk to his friends and say hey did you do you do you know what this girl is and the, the drawing was like a scribbly mess. <laughs> and, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and everybody knew what he was talking about. I'm like, that that's like the the humor in this film is just to this day, it still holds up. It's such a hilarious freaking film. Yeah. You know, where he's like, Hey Scott, you just need to accept the three letter word, you know, that three letter I mean not the three letter word, but you gotta accept the L word. He was like, lesbian? No, the other one. Lesbians <laughs> <laughs> No love man like <laughs> and the gay roommate was, awesome. was
1: fucking hysterical
0: yes oh my god he was hilarious pajama mama hey. pj what's up girl how you doing uh um, hey pajama mama oh my god and andreas and i watched this movie on like our fourth date really isn't that sweet <laughs> it's a uh, great movie uh then they came out with the side scrolling game for, yeah that they had a scott program uh game that actually came they out did? yeah uh it was it was like a side scrolling slide scrolling beat-em-up kind of game like old school aesthetic basically um it came out a few years ago then it disappeared but now i think it's coming back again basically so uh it was was actually pretty good it kind of reminded me of streets of rage i don't know if you ever played that in the days yeah it was kind of like a streets of rage game basically it was it was pretty cool i look for it Uh, but i like the fact that it integrated like gaming with it and like you said they just had these different aesthetics in the game i mean in in the film from gaming and stuff like that it was freaking awesome man and me and los were actually talking about it before the podcast that we want a sequel for this film like a lot of people do like online you like there's so many um people on on on, like social media who are like raving for a part two so the word is they do have a, a sequel in mind I'm just not sure if it's an, um, an animated version or a live action. We still don't know yet,
1: but, uh, Listen, and again, for me, the reason why I love it is because all the graphics and anything, everything are integrated into the story. It's not like they added after the fact it was shot with those graphics and, and things in mind. So it just seemed flawless. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and the part with, uh, what's his name? Captain America.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> oh
1: my god that was fucking great
0: yeah it it, it was it was freaking awesome the, the, the comedy in that film was just top notch it was a hilarious freaking film
1: okay mine the most ultimate in my personal opinion rom-com that a man can watch and enjoy because there's a lot of truths in it is when harry met sally
0: that's actually a really good one that's a really good When one.
1: Harry Met Sally is the most amazing rom-com because, again, take it from an adult. You know, they meet each other fresh out of college. You know, um, he says certain truths about your 20s. Uh, and as the movie goes and goes and goes and goes, like, like they really see um, that they're really meant for each other. You know, it just took a long time for them to realize it and i love the fact that in the movie every time there's a new year's it's new year's eve they never get a chance to celebrate the ball drops because something always happens
0: really yeah i've never i don't think like I've, I've always heard about this film but i've never sat down to watch it never oh
1: my it. god you have no fucking clue what you're missing Really is is that Dude, good? you are missing an awesome movie. Bro, from the first conversation that they have together, right? They both get out of college and they're both heading back east. So, she puts an ad up, you know, someone to to share the ride with her and share the driving. You yeah. know, they pay half for gas. Okay. Um and that they, they go on this trip and from that first moment of their conversation, their banter back and forth. Um You get it, like you, you like as a guy, you listen to him and you put your yourself in a in a twenty year old's mind, you know, twenty something year old's mind, yeah, and you're like, I can see that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, and then they meet up later and then you know they're I think in their early thirties, um, and you see that, and then once they finally get together, it's awesome, and then um, you see how he broke his rule. Let's see. how he applied one of his rules after they slept together and how it ruined things and he finally had to learn to grow up and um you know and, and and just admit that this is the right person for you and just go for it.
0: What was his what was his rule though? What was his rule that he had?
1: Never wake up in the girl's house. Never, Never stay wake overnight. up in the
0: girl's <laughs> wait for her to go to sleep get dressed and go wow honestly i i think that's like sometimes that could be a good thing when you fall in love with somebody and you have oh i thought you were talking
1: about falling asleep with somebody and leaving (laughs) no no
0: no no um i'm not an asshole i don't i don't try to be an asshole um like when you fall in love with somebody you're telling me you've never done that what, like, woke up with a woman.
1: I mean, I like slept. No, with no, like, like, like you hook up with a chick and like maybe you two fall asleep and you don't wake up. And no, you're like, oh,
0: shit, I gotta go. I've, I've, I've never done that. I'm not like, Los, I'm not an asshole. Why are you looking at me like that? Why do you check Why does he think I'm an asshole? Los thinks I'm an asshole, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> I've done that. Okay. You're an asshole. That's why <laughs> I'm not an <laughs> asshole. I left the post-it note. I had a great time. He's Love to a... hang out with you more. Call me. He said, I left a post note. I'm I'm being considerate. I left a post-it note. Exactly. Beaky says, K, KJ is sus. <laughs> All right, so those are our, our, our top five films each uh, that we like from rom-coms that men enjoy. Um, I'm going to jump into my honorable mention because there's just too many great rom-coms out there, guys, so I had to get an honorable mention.
1: Um, and this, there's a lot of terrible ones, too.
0: Yeah. sure um
1: this one's a dark i'm sorry but big is creepy if if you think about it she's up with an eight-year-old
0: hey big okay yeah if you think about it that way it is kind of freaking creepy and it's very like we can get some laws and involved in that conversation but yeah big i forgot about that one that's actually a good rom-com i i I actually like that film it was a really good film honestly it's it's the perfect film if you're a kid to think, man, like, what would it be like to be, you know, grown, you know, to be an adult, basically. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't add that. Like, that's actually a really good film, for sure.
1: Again, that's one of the movies get lost in the shuffle.
0: Yeah, I know, man. It's too many great films. Too many great films out there. Um, all right. My uh, honorable mention, in my opinion, is a classic. Um, Tom Cruise film, Jerry Maguire, 1996. The synopsis is when a sport ag- when a sports agent has a moral empathy and is fired for expressing it, he decides to put his new philosophy to the test as an independent agent with the only athlete who stays with him and his former colleague. Um, have you have you have you seen this film? Close? Yeah, yeah. What Show me the money. That that is literally one of the like most iconic memes of all time. Show me the money. Great freaking film, Who completely who has not seen <laughs> it's it's a it's a freaking awesome film man i freaking love it um i think uh tom cruise was excellent in his film um he's tom cruise just being tom cruise basically um he he was great yeah. in it we also had cuba getting jr renee zilweger in it kelly princeton renee Thilmer, yeah uh top top notch oh and regina king i forgot she was in this too yeah uh great film this is this was also when cuba getting jr was like at his like top best like honestly he, he's an awesome actor um he did it he did great in this film um yeah i mean this is not really too much to say about it this is an awesome film man i, I freaking love it I,
1: I agree with you and by the way dark bedazzled is one of my top favorite movies but damn the devil damn the devil to hell i love
0: bedazzled um, I think I definitely did see this film, but dazzled. I feel like I've seen it. I I, I just bro, don't remember watching like the entire thing,
1: bro. And, and when when he plays the the most sensitive guy to me, he looks like Justin Timberlake. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> if he if he gained a little weight, yeah, probably. Uh, this film has yeah. Anna
1: Kendrick is in this.
0: Brandon Fraser, Elizabeth Hurley, Francis O'Connor, Miriam Shore, Orlando Jones, um. Hopeless dweeb Elliot Richards is granted seven wishes by the devil to snare Allison, the girl of his dreams, in exchange for his soul. Really? Yes. That sounds like a dark plot.
1: (laughs) It's not. It really isn't. Elizabeth Hurley plays a great devil because she's so charming. Wow. And not overly sexual, which I loved. She was just sexy enough. You know? So, so. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, cause you know, a lot of times they play the devil. They like, you know, they over-sexualize the devil.
0: Yeah. Like know? almost always. But in this one,
1: yeah, this one, she was just sexy enough, you know? Yeah. Enough to turn your head, but not like to have you drool, you know? Enough to make you laugh and, and enough to 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 make you feel like, oh, she's charming. I, I, I would fall for her, you know? Yeah. Just enough. It was really good. Her performance was really good.
0: Oh my God. Brandon Fraser with long hair and that mustache looks so hilarious. <laughs>
1: He played at that point in the movie. He's a Colombian drug lord.
0: <laughs> a Colombian drug lord.
1: Yeah, oh with God. terrible <laughs> Spanish, but with enough of a Colombian accent to 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 make you go,
0: all right. Oh man, I need to watch this. I need to just based off that alone, that that just sounds yeah. freaking hilarious.
1: Remember the microphone check you told me to do, and I was like, "Hola, mucho gusto, donde está la biblioteca?" It took it from this movie. Oh really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, what is your dating lesson that you got from uh, dazzled
1: Um, stop wishing for shit.
0: Fucking make something happen. stop wishing for shit. <laughs> yeah, it comes back to rejection. Nobody wants to be rejected. I don't care if you yes, but it... listen, bro. My father said it to me. He
1: goes to hear one yes, you got to hear a hundred no's. So yeah. fucking be a man. Start racking up that hundred so you can get to the one yes. And once you learn enough about rejection, you don't care. Preach.
0: That's low shot. He's, Bro, he's, he's preaching I the gospel. know women.
1: I know women. Okay. And I'm not saying all women are like this, but I know women who, after they reject a man and a man's not devastated and he moves on to someone else and he has a good time with someone else, yeah. they get jealous. Why are you jealous? You rejected this man. What the fuck do you care? You know? Just fucking move on. Bro, if you don't listen to me. If you don't learn about rejection, you never get on your lesson of how to approach somebody. You know? Otherwise we'd also would also be in our kindergarten rule of just punch somebody and that's how you tell them they like you.
0: (laughs) Or you know or sneak your little love letter in your lunchbox or something like that. You know? I'm not saying that I did that, but you know. I would never do that. (laughs) No. I'm not gonna lie, I do remember this one day when I was a kid in like Elementary school, I remember like it was yesterday, and like I sat up all night writing this note. I don't remember what I said in it, writing this note, and I put it in my little overalls and I went on the playground. <laughs> went on oh the playground. <laughs> don't laugh at me, Los. Don't laugh at me. I'm laughing.
1: You know why I'm laughing? Not because I think it's like funny, but I'm just picturing a little <laughs> mini version of you going, I wrote a love letter. <laughs> And for some odd reason I think it's the most fucking adorable image
0: in my overalls at that. Oh, Exactly.
1: Man. I'm picturing blue overalls and like a yellow or purple t-shirt. <laughs> Cuz I I think your mom put you in bright colors when you were younger. <laughs> yes.
0: Them bright right? ass colors with like freaking jeans on. Like, come on, mom. Yeah. I'm not going to shirt with this yellow freaking t-shirt on. But yeah, I I do remember doing that. I stayed up all night writing a little love letter to a girl and like I tried to find some kind of slick way of giving it to her on the playground without like sticking around too long. So it was like one of those situations where you walk up to her, sit here, and then you walk away. Like that's pretty much what it was. Freaking hilarious. So what I happened? I don't remember. <laughs> probably got rejected. Probably she probably tore it up, you know, put it in the garbage, whatever, and I went home and cried like a little baby in my yellow t-shirt and my overalls uh lois did you have any didn't you have two um what you call it um two two runner-ups i think yes um okay high fidelity oh good one good one uh can you give us a synopsis on that one if you can uh four for four. or if you want I can, I can i can find it real quick for you
1: i hold up uh in uh, a biting romantic comedy, uh, Roy Gordon is the owner of a semi-failing record store in Chicago, uh, where he sells vintage records, and he's trying to figure out why his relationships failed, um, and it all started, the opening scene in the movie is where his current girlfriend dumps him, so then he visits all his ex-girlfriends to go, so what was wrong with me, to kind of learn how to be a better man, and then through that experience, he does become a better man, and he gets back with the girlfriend that left him in the beginning of the film
0: interesting interesting um
1: good fucking movie better fucking tv series the tv um,
0: series was awesome oh i, I okay. watched it twice that's all yo you want me both i watched it twice chat if you have not seen fidelity on hulu i mean high fidelity on hulu go watch it great film just about being just about About being in love, about being in a relationship, about learning about yourself through that process—it's just a great show. But yeah, back to the film.
1: (laughs) And this was in High Fidelity. This was Jack Black's first major role and the first time he sung on film screen. Yes, interesting. Um, good movie. John Cusack—you can't go wrong with John Cusack. Yeah, um, good. He's he's charming. He's charming for sure. Yeah, good movie.
0: Um, I didn't. Yeah,
1: see... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take this version of high fidelity. You know, you put me on the TV show version, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, for sure. Side note, I can't wait to see Zoe Kravitz as, uh, Catwoman in the new Batman film. Can't wait. Um, Jack Black is awesome. Oh, she, she's a new Catwoman. Yeah, she's a new Catwoman. Oh, I in, didn't know that in the Batman film coming out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, PJ and That's chat. That's gonna said, be interesting. PJ and chat says boys didn't find me attractive. Don't worry about them, PJ. They're not worth your time. Don't worry about them, girl. They're, They're not, not worth your time. Listen, you,
1: found, you married now. You found the right one. You're happy. That's all that matters. Screw those other people. Exactly. They missed out an opportunity of a lifetime to be with somebody who's awesome like you.
0: I'm just saying. Exactly. Preach Los. Los has been preaching all that I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to call you Preacher Los. <laughs> Something like that. Preacher Los. Break it down for him. Though
1: um, through I walk through the valley of house, I shall fear no groove. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that that's an actual track for house music. Oh, you really? I've actually used in a bunch of remixes and live mixes and stuff. Yeah.
0: Overall, like out of all the rom coms that we went over today, basically, I think the one thing that I'm coming coming out with as far as being in love and being in relationships is that, like, like Los even said a, a bunch of times that this, this episode, be yourself. You know, yeah. a, a lot of times it's hard for us to be ourselves. A lot of times we catch ourselves trying to be like somebody in a movie. And we do it. We're humans. It's going to happen. Like sometimes it it will happen, but don't do it to the point where you lose who you are and you forget who you are just to please somebody else. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to be something just for somebody else. And you're not being yourself for you basically. And then you end up losing yourself. You know what I mean? So,
1: Oh, and the only other little bit of dating advice that I can give you is on a first date, don't eat finger food, man. Like, don't, don't, add like buffalo wings yeah, don't because eat finger there's food. nothing, bro, there's nothing sexy about you having all this sauce in your fingers. You're going, yeah, so don't worry about your college.
0: That That's just. <laughs> I never thought about that. I I, I never yeah. thought about that. Don't eat finger food. So then, like, what if you're eating, like, steak or something like is that even still appropriate because then you're like you're stuffing your face regardlessly i mean like bro if matter. you're taking a honk of steak and you're putting it on a fork like,
1: <laughs> yeah there's something <laughs> wrong with you bro like but like
0: no oh, see, see, but
1: like dark legion peace is acceptable because if you both agree to pizza she's also eating something that's as sloppy i understand but like if you're going out to dinner and she gets for the sake of argument you went out somewhere and then you afterwards you go i have a burger and you're going, I'm going to have some buffalo wings. And she's eating a burger. And you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, no, no. That that just kind of ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, just, so the so, first day you got to have a level of decorum for her to go. Hey, maybe once you're comfortable, you know, be like, oh, uh-huh, baby, you turn the lights off. Goddamn. we that toothpick?
0: too big. Oh, my you God. Know? Get to that comfort level. Don't get too comfortable right away. This has been episode 32 of J House Radio. Uh, lowest you want to lead the people with the business before we get out of here?
1: Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, and if you can, rate us five stars. The more, you, uh, the more stars you rate us, the more chance we get to be seen by people. Uh, and you never know. You might actually make a friend in chat. Um, and not only that, the more people that visit us, the better chance you get to uh, pro- approach different subjects. Maybe we'll get a chance to actually get different guests on. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So, guys like comment subscribe and thank you very much for being here we appreciate it from the bottom top and middle of our hearts and thank you so much for being active in chat it really really means the world
0: to us side note side notes uh heads up we are going to um be doing a, a j house radio t-shirt giveaway pretty soon uh we're going on one of our next episodes i'm not sure if it's going to be the next one it's going to be one of the next two episodes uh anybody in chat during that day will automatically qualify to uh, receive a um, J House Radio t-shirt. And it's going to be a limited supply, so we're only making like a few of them. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We'll definitely keep you guys posted in uh, social media and in Discord on what episode that's going to be. So, make sure you guys keep an eye out for that. Other than that, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Thank you guys for everything. I will catch you guys later. Peace out. Later.